Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Victor Ruiz, your host of Getting Healthy Today, impacting people's lives. We are live right now, so if you're listening, it's live. And you can check me out at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. And if you want to call into the show today, ask questions, or make a comment, you can call at 215 That's 215-383-3984. So I hope everybody's doing well today, uh, getting ready for the weekend. So today's topic we're going to be talking about is psychology of weight loss. Now, if you heard my shows, I did this show about a year ago. Um, That was my 11th episode. So if you want to check out that show uh, and listen to it again, uh, we're going to be doing a little bit differently today. But taking some of the ideas that I had spoken about in that time frame, we're going to be talking about it today. We're going to talk about five ways uh, that we can look at psychology of weight loss. So there's five tips that I have for you to understand the psychology of weight loss. Also, I'm going to be discussing with you my journey of weight loss, and one of the programs I used was the 24-day challenge. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that, and we're going to hear a little bit more about what that 24-day challenge can do for you. So stay tuned, stay to the end of the show. Please let everyone know that share, uh, share the show with everyone that you know and let them know that they can call in the show, 215-383-398. Talk about psychology of weight loss. Now, a lot of times we get involved in a weight program and we want to lose weight, and a lot of times we start off the new year wanting to lose weight and then we kind of taper off. Now, researchers have found that a lot of people pretty much between March and April start to um, either continue with their goals throughout the year or they kind of taper off. Um, there is a reason for that sometimes they say. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot to do with trying to keep up that commitment, as you'll learn further when I talk to you a little bit about the steps that you can take uh, towards weight loss. The biggest problem that we have is we're trying to find the best way to follow this routine of change. Now, this is really a problem for people because you have to make a very difficult change sometimes because your routine of how you do things may not be the way it is now once you're trying to lose weight. So we don't always eat all the foods that we're eating now. We're reducing some of the different foods that were causing us to gain weight. So if we're eating a lot of foods, high in carbohydrates, fats, those kind of things. We're now uh, in a routine of changing that And how do we do that? And we have to be disciplined in order to do this. Now, a lot of you might have been in different programs, Nutrisystem, Weight Watchers, uh, you name it. There's so many different programs out there. Now, it's really not the fault of the program if a person doesn't lose weight because there's so many different factors that help a person lose weight. One of the things we do have to find out is what exactly do we have any medical conditions that could possibly inhibit us to gain some success while losing weight. The other thing is we also have to be in the right mindset, as you'll notice in my first step, which is the vision. What vision do you have in seeing your success of weight loss? Why are you doing this routine now? Why are you changing your thoughts about weight loss? What is causing you to feel the need to lose weight? So we have to visualize our success, that's step number one. We need to see what that looks like at the end of losing the weight that we're looking to lose. So if we're losing 
20 pounds and we want to lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds, uh, obviously if someone's trying to lose 100 pounds, that's pretty insurmountable at the moment because it's so large of a number that we get fixated on that number. And that's something that you don't want to get too fixated on. You don't want to get fixated on the number of pounds you have to lose. But look at it as more of a lifestyle change rather than just the number that I'm trying to reach for, which is not a problem, but it's the way we approach it is what we have to be careful of. Now, the idea of this vision that I'm talking about comes from the mind of psychology of cognitive therapy type style where you're looking at a goal and you're doing the everyday steps that will lead you to accomplishing that goal with a lot more success. And that vision is I'm going to visualize what it would be like uh, in the way I feel about that success. So if I want to lose 40 pounds and I know that I'm going to feel amazing and I'm going to feel so much better than I do today, then I see that it's my mind telling me that that equals happiness for me. There's a lot of times that people look at themselves in the mirror and say, I look good with this number, whether I'm a 2, a 4, a 20, whatever it is. I look good this way. You have, a, you have um, a preconceived notion of what you look good like. You know, a lot of times we can refer back to our high school years or our younger years when we look better than we do now. But what we don't realize is as we get older, you know, the way that we be able to digest the food and metabolize the food slows down over time. So we have to take that into consideration. So the vision is so important. How do we see ourselves? How do we see that success coming? We have to make a strong stance that this is why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for my health. I'm doing it to look good, look good, feel good, whatever the story is. That's why you're doing it. So having a why and a purpose of why you see this as bringing you happiness. Number two is setting a plan of action. We have to put our, our ideas together and figure out what is the best plan that I'm going to take that's going to allow me to lose the amount of weight that I want to lose. But at the same time, what are some changes that I have to make, not only in the way I think, but the way I feel and the way I behave? So there's some things that I'm going to have to adjust about my everyday routine. I'm going to probably have to take a serious look at the foods that I've been eating, a food inventory. What have I been eating that have caused me to increase my weight? Now, one of the things I definitely feel that sometimes people don't realize or maybe they don't take too close of um, notice to, and that is emotional eating. I can tell you that for myself. There are times when I've gained weight over the years. It's been throughout different emotions that I've gone through, whether it be a loss, like even currently now I'm dealing with loss uh, potentially in the future. Uh, two people in, in our family are, are, have cancer and we're dealing with that. So that could potentially be a risk for someone. Um, maybe you don't feel very well now. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you have anxiety. Maybe you have something that's impacting the way you are feeling about yourself. And that, too, could be a way that your mind and you try to handle a difficult situation. So knowing the emotional state of mind that you're in is so important in understanding why you're making some choices that you've made. So the choices we made could also have uh, a need to see that it has to do with some emotional state of being that we're in. We're not in a good state of being maybe, and therefore we, we may try to do that to, to overcome that adversity. So thinking about the plan of action, you want to identify what 
what plans of action will work for you. So I have to change the way that I view this situation. Can I see myself losing a couple of pounds a week and be okay with that? So the day-to-day and even the week-to-week or even month-to-month, there's going to be ups and downs. Am I willing to psychologically prepare myself emotionally, physically, all of that that comes into play to be able to be successful? And that is something that we have to learn how to become. We have to be, become more self-disciplined in this process. Um, don't think about the instant gratification immediately because that's going to hold you back sometimes and it's going to deter you from thinking that you can progress. So looking at small progresses in your plan of action that is just as good as a whole big goal being accomplished, which is, let's say, 50 pounds I lost, you know, but maybe losing one or two pounds in that one week is just as good as five pounds lost or 10 pounds lost. A lot of people get, like I said before, get hung up on the poundage, how much they've lost. Let's try to stay away from that. Realize that this is a process, an outcome. We are looking for a process of doing this and getting used to this lifestyle change that we're trying to make. Because one of the things we have to do is we have to embrace it through the mind, body, and spirit. So I have to believe in this change. I have to feel this change. And I have to adapt my behavior towards this change. So I have to live and breathe this type of change. I've made some changes in my life. One of the changes I made is I'm a vegan. So that also has to be embodied in order for me to be successful even with that venture alone. So looking at weight loss, we need to see that as important. So that's number two. Now, number three is what we're alluding to right now is making that strong commitment is number three. Do we embrace the change that we're about to embark on? So when you're losing weight, are you being forced to do this? Do you feel pressures from peers or any other influences around you that are kind of causing you to do this? Are you compelled to do this for a specific reason? But one of the things you have to look at when I say about commitment here, I want you to take some notice of what internal factors or what external factors are influencing your behavior to get embarked on this journey of weight loss and wellness. So if you feel that it's coming from you only, then it's going to stick. So we know for a fact that when we have internalized thoughts and actions and beliefs, that those actions will become to fruition. They will be what we all want to become. So if I want to lose weight and I want to get to a certain level, I'm going to be able to get there because I believe in that. So it's important that if you're just externally motivated, that may or may not be staying with you and you may uh, get away from that weight loss. It may not be there for you and you're going to get discouraged and quit. So make sure that it's an intrinsic type of thought process, that it, it comes from within you. And remember, anytime that it comes from within you, it's going to stick. Now, number four, there's a known idea of readiness. You are actually ready to go into this process right now. You want this because you are emotionally, psychologically, and physically prepared to take this journey and to go into weight loss. A lot of times people find themselves, they're not fully committed or not fully into it. They're not all in, as they say into the activity. When you're not all into an activity, it's not going to stay with you. So we want to make sure that we are ready and we have this readiness for change. It's very important that we have that readiness thought process going in our minds 
and we take it to the everyday level. If one day we're off, we got to regroup and find an adjustment to say, hey, how do I get back on track? I'm losing my momentum. So momentum is so important in the idea of weight loss. We need to have that strong momentum and carry it through every single day. So we need to do this fine step that allow us to change and become able to be successful in this journey. All right. Right now I want to take a small break. You're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives, Block Talk Radio Program, where we're talking about psychology of weight loss. I'm your host, Victor Ruiz. We're going to take a few um, messages right now. You're going to listen to a message about the 24-day challenge. And Drew Brees, when we come back, we'll continue with step number five, and we'll talk a little bit more about my journey on the road for weight loss. Hey, guys, we're here today to talk about the 24-day challenge, who it's for and how it works. What is the 24-day challenge? It's a comprehensive supplementation and nutrition program. What's great about the challenge is you're not doing it alone. Your AdvoCare coach will be with you every step of the way to help guide you through the challenge. On top of that, you get this amazing daily guide that walks you through the whole challenge. There's even an app for the 24-day challenge, which is amazing. By entering your personal weight and measurements, you can customize your program. Now let's take a look at what makes up the 24-day challenge. The challenge is broken up into two phases, days 1 through 10, which we call the cleanse phase, and days 11 through 24, which we call the max phase. We're going to go over the products that you'll use in each of these phases right now. The cleanse phase, days 1 through 10, consists of three products, Herbal Cleanse, Omega Plex, and AdvoCare Spark. These products combined with a healthy diet and exercise help rid your body of toxins and prepare your body to a better absorb nutrients. The AdvoCare Herbal Cleanse system is made up of three components that work together to help rid your body of impurities and toxins with a unique blend of herbal ingredients. Nothing to be alarmed about, this is a very gentle cleanse. The Herbal Cleanse system also helps prepare your body for optimal nutrient absorption, which will be important in the second phase of the 24-day challenge. Yeah, the second product you will use in the cleanse phase is Omega Plex which is a high-quality blend of essential omega-3 fatty acids for overall wellness. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential components of your heart, nerve, muscle, skin, bone, and your immune health. Finally, the third product in the cleanse phase is AdvoCare Spark. Spark is a unique multi-nutrient supplement that was developed as a nutritional source of energy and enhanced mental focus. You're going to love that stuff. After completing the cleanse phase, it's time to move into days 11 through 24, the max phase. During the max phase, you can choose from three metabolic nutrition systems, which all provide sustained energy, appetite control, core nutrition, and overall wellness. All three formulations include Coreplex, our multivitamin, Omegaplex, Probiotic Restore Ultra, thermogenic components, and additional wellness supplements. Now, also on day 11, you'll start to incorporate the meal replacement shake by using it to replace one meal each day. It's a great way to start your day. You can also choose to replace any meal throughout your day. They come in an assortment of flavors. You just mix it with water and you're good to go. You're also going to get another box of Spark. And believe me, by this point, you're going to be so glad because I'm telling you, Spark is going to become one of your very best friends. There are some companion products that can be used along with the products that come with your 24-day challenge bundle. First, we have Catalyst, which works by providing a blend of essential branched-chain amino acids and L-glutamine to fuel your body with the muscle-building components that it needs. Next, we have Thermoplus, which contains key botanical extracts to help support efficient metabolism and suppress appetite. There's also Carbis Plus. Carbis Plus is a great solution for anyone who has trouble resisting the occasional sweets and high carbohydrates. And we can't talk about the 24-day challenge without mentioning Can You 24. 
Kanye 24 is a two-disc DVD set which includes seven workouts that are 24 minutes long. What's really cool is that it's led by some of our top AdvoCare independent distributors. We hope this video gives you a better understanding of the AdvoCare 24-day challenge. Now you gotta understand there's absolutely no guesswork here. When you combine quality supplementation with good nutrition and exercise, you're sure to see great results. So get back with the person who invited you to watch this video and get started today. Thousands of people all across the country have already gotten incredible results and we can't wait to hear about your success. As you all know, I've been a huge AdvoCare supporter for a long time. I've used AdvoCare products since 2002, my second year in the NFL. How time has flown by. Certainly, I can attribute a lot of my success around the AdvoCare products and around being part of Team AdvoCare. The motto at AdvoCare is we build champions. And certainly, I'm one of those individuals who's very self-motivated. And when it's all said and done, I want to be a part of a team that's a championship team. And I know I have that with the New Orleans Saints. And I certainly know I have that with the AdvoCare family as well. It's a great feeling and certainly a great opportunity to be the national spokesperson for AdvoCare. I take it as a great responsibility and certainly a great amount of pride, not only in representing the product and the AdvoCare name, but also the thousands of distributors who are working tirelessly every day to show the world what a great company AdvoCare is, what a great family it is, and obviously what a great product they provide. All right, welcome back. This is Victor Ruiz, your host of Getting Healthy Today. Impacting People's Lives Block Talk Radio Program. We are live, folks. Just to let you know, the phone number again is 215-383-3984. That's, once again, 215-383-3984. If you'd like to show up and make a comment or a question you have for me today on psychology or weight loss, that's what we're talking about today. You just heard a little bit of information about the 24-day challenge, which I lost 14 and a half pounds from. In 24 days, great program. It gives you a comprehensive look at how to deal with some of those um, obstacles that you may have with weight loss. It's a great program. Also, I want to talk to you about right now is the first four steps that we just talked about a little earlier before the break. And we talked about number one step is vision. Visualizing your success, thinking about what it would look like. How would you feel if your weight loss were to happen for you in the future? How would everything come together, and what kind of life would you have different now as a result? Number two, we talked in the step about having the right steps and plan of action to take into this uh, journey. What steps do we have based on what will work for us to gather a routine to get to that goal that we're looking for? There's going to be things that we're going to have to change in our ways that we engage in physical activity, our mental attitude, and also our thoughts, like we said, right? So commitment, number three, having the commitment. Are you embracing this change? Do you really believe that this change is worth doing? If we don't feel like a change is worth doing, then we're not going to stick with it. So I talked to you a little bit about intrinsic versus extrinsic. Those of you who may not know what that means, intrinsic basically is just saying within, within you, and extrinsic is ex externally or outside of you. So what external factors, what internal factors in influence your decision, influence your behavior, influence your thoughts? So if I believe in what I'm doing is right and just, then I will continue doing it, and therefore I'm motivated towards it. If I'm being externally motivated, 
that motivation, if it's not reinforced over time, will suddenly dissipate and not stay with me, and I may need more uh, encouragement, and it may not stay there. But if it comes from within, it's a much stronger force to reckon with. So if someone really within their heart really wants to do something, oh, my God, they are going to do it, just like the Eagles did, the Philadelphia Eagles did in the Super Bowl. They believed that they were eligible to win, they deserved to win, and they became the winners that they are inside. So they made it happen with results because they believed in themselves, they knew what steps it took to get there, and they followed their scheduled plan of action that they had in the locker room. They knew what things they needed to do to gravitate towards the weaknesses of the other team, right? So we need to understand the strengths and limitations that we have as an individual and how our journey is going to be affected by those situations. So these are all important things. And then number four is we need to identify if we have a readiness for this change that we're looking for. So if I want to lose weight, am I actually ready psychologically, emotionally, socially, uh, behaviorally? Is all those things together, or am I ready to do this? Or do I have to take some time to think this through before I actually embark on this journey? But the seriousness of wanting to lose weight is a part of it, but also we need to know all the different things that will make us successful. So we need to identify all those things that will make us successful in the weight loss program. So when I lost my 14 half pounds in the 24-day challenge, I knew that I could lose the weight because I knew I had to be disciplined and follow the regimen that was given to me. So everybody gets a plan of action to take that's individualistic to you. You know, it's individualized for you. You want to get that individualized plan that works best for you. So you can't compare yourself to anyone else. You've got to see what works best for you. And maybe the 24-day challenge doesn't work for you. That also could be possible. Or any of the other programs you may see out there may not work for you. You may have to find a different plan. Maybe talk to your doctor and find a different plan that may not be working for you. All right, let's look at number five. Number five is the last step of this psychology of weight loss. Now, it is getting to know you and understanding that you can become the barrier to your own success. Yes, number five is us. We are the fifth step in this journey of weight loss. We either can make this happen or we can make this not happen based on our mindset. The idea of pushing forward or pulling back. So our attitude our self-confidence, everything comes into play when you're going through a process. That's why this is a process, folks. This is not just about weight loss. This can be a deeper-rooted issue. This could be something stronger that we're not even aware of. You know, one of the reasons, you know, we can lose weight, but we still not be happy. So what are we happy about? Are we happy about the weight loss, or are we happy that we actually took notice of what was important to us and we actually accomplished it? I could tell you that you know, there was a time where I lost a lot, even a lot more weight before. I lost 56 pounds, and I never really, the way I knew how to follow through. But once I did that, I started to feel much better about myself. So a lot of times it's not just losing the pounds, but it's losing that fear. Fear is what really holds us back sometimes. You know, not being able to do what you set out to do because you're afraid that either you won't make it or that it might be too tough to make it. And I tell you, it's worth every single step that it takes, every pain that I've ever um, had, to, had to endure. When I was a martial artist, I had to endure a lot of obstacles, you know. I, um, I studied martial arts 
for the last 40-some years, right? And when I was training, they didn't have a children's class, so I didn't have children to work with. I had to work with adults. I was seven years old, and I was put to the test by every single adult that was there. And I had to learn how to be tough, and if I wanted to stick with it, then I had to keep going. So I found a way to get through it. I was resilient. So one of the things that martial arts told me, and, of course, my parents, told me to be resilient always, never give up. Unless you're not breathing, you don't give up. So I'm telling you that today, folks. Always be resilient about all your goals. If you stopped your goal and then you have to reset it again, don't worry about it. It's not about stopping and going. It's about how much do you continue, how much do you keep going forward to try to reach what you really want in your heart to go out and do. If you have a heart of gold and you say, I want to do this, you will do it. If you say, I won't do this, if you tell yourself, I'm a loser, then you become a loser because you enact that. You reinforce that in your mind. So we got to be careful of us becoming the barrier to the success. If you check out my um, Getting Healthy Today page, I do a lot of videos now about motivational videos. And if you look at a motivational video, what it's basically telling you is you got to look deep side to you and say, what is it that I'm doing that could be holding me back to getting to the next level? The person that's a success out there doesn't allow the barriers to get in the way. They think of them as opportunities. So when you look at problems in your life, it equals opportunities. That's the thought of today, folks. Problems equal opportunities. If someone says no to you, it means not now. If you say no to you, it means not now. You're not ready. But you know what? One day you will be ready, and one day you will accomplish the goal that you set out to do. Just because you didn't do it today doesn't mean you won't accomplish it tomorrow. So remember that when you're looking at these five steps. I hope that today has given you a little bit of encouragement that you need to realize that you empower the success that you want. If you want weight loss, if you want better health, you have to go out of your way to make it happen. It's not going to come to you. We all have to work for what we want in life, and the more we work, the better we become. The more we get, by the more we involve ourselves in the process. So if you would like to learn a little bit more about the process of change, I have a recording you can get in touch with me. I'm at Getting Healthy Today on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm also on YouTube. You could also email me at vruiz at comcast.net. And I will send you that, uh, that talk that I did. It's an eight-minute audio that talks about the five stages of change. Real quick, I'll give you a taste of that right now. The first step is pre-contemplation. Second step is contemplation. The third step is preparation. The fourth step is action. And the fifth step is maintenance. Everything that we do has different stages that we must go through in order for us to get to the next Level. Now, when you even hear this audio that I've done, you don't have to go through every single stage in, in a logical order, one through five. But what it does do, it gives you a basic overview as to what happens to the mind and what happens to the body when we're trying to change. The other thing is we want to be able to understand that change occurs through our confidence. You know, we, we want it. It's going to happen. All right, folks, everybody, next week, Check me out at 11.30 to 12, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Don't forget to follow me on Block Talk Radio at Getting Healthy Today. Have a nice day, everybody. Enjoy your weekend.
Till your heart stops kick drum beating When it's hard times, when it's long days And the enemy is right up in your face When your back's against the ropes And you're feeling all alone Keep fighting the good You're gonna make it When you're out there on your own You are never 